I want to read to you today out of Luke chapter 11. I want to read the King James Version. That was the Bible I had on the plane with me. Uh, so I want to read from that translation, four verses. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said unto them, when you pray, say. When you pray, say. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in earth or as in heaven, so on earth. Give us day by day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. We also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Some other gospels and translations would use maybe different verbiage or wording, but they, they would say what we would call the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. What I would like to share with you in the next few moments, because I felt it so strongly on the plane and working on it through yesterday and even into this morning, and I just want to give you a few nuggets to take away, is that when you see it, I think it's important to see a place. So, some of the translations would say you went to a certain place to pray, you went to a certain place. When you look at national studies, some people will say they go to church, but they don't pray. I would never ask for a show. Raise hands if you don't pray. But studies, people say, you know, we don't pray. Other people would say, we don't know how to pray. We don't even know what to say. I want to help you today. Maybe you have prayed and you have got lax in your prayer life. You know you are not praying like either you once did or you would like to. Maybe you've got frustrated in the last 18 months and you need to go back to some of the basics. Prayer is a powerful thing. The Bible said it avails much. When we look at this, I want you to think about the certain place and I want you to ask yourself, what is your prayer place? What is your prayer place? Do you have a place that you pray? It's, it's only a piece of the pie, but... I think having a place to pray is part of it. Now, I know we pray without ceasing. I know God's everywhere. You can pray anytime. I'm not talking about that kind of prayer. I'm talking about a consistent prayer that you have in your life, where every day you're praying. Do you have a prayer place? Now, for some, it could be a prayer chair. Maybe a prayer chair. I know people, you know, I was talking to Rick Campbell earlier. He has this lazy boy gets up, I think, at 3 or 4 in the morning. He shared with me before. He has his Bible, his notepad, all these things. He has a chair. It's a prayer chair. I know some people who go on prayer walks. They have a certain area that they will walk and they will pray on this prayer walk. Some people have told me before, Pastor Micah, I never pull out of my driveway. I never pull off the property until I pray. So they get in their truck or, or whatever, and before they ever pull out of the property, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to pray. So I want to help you that I think it's important for you to build some consistency into your life that this is where I pray. Now, you can pray anytime, right? Someone texts you, will you pray? You get an email, will you pray? You know, something happens, you wanna pray. That's separate of what I'm sharing with you right now. You can pray anytime, but I'm just saying, every single day, if you, if you were able to say, I am going to Micah, have prayer every single day in my life, I think once you set a prayer place, that will help you. 
I also think a prayer time can help you. Not trying to be too basic, I'm just saying if you have a prayer time. Years ago, when we did, it's been probably maybe five, six, seven years ago, but when we prayed 2 Chronicles 7.14, if you were part of our church then, we asked the entire church, set your alarm, 7.14 a.m., 7.14 p.m., and we are going to pray, 2 Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, and I'll hear from heaven, forgive sin, heal land, we prayed at 7.14. I could not tell you how many times people would tell me the alarm went off and, you know, Pastor Micah, just all the time, I was praying with you. I want to ask you to maybe do that again right now. So I am asking a lot of team leaders and people to join me somewhere around that 720, range in the morning and the evening. You know, the Bible says from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. The name of the Lord is to be praised. I was taking a picture of the sunset just the other day and was just thinking about that verse of Scripture. I'm asking you around 7-ish, morning and evening. I understand work schedules if you can't do that, but I do think there's something special about knowing we have a lot of people praying at the same time. And so I'm asking you to set some time to pray with me. Now, that, that may be, that may be, you could be working, you could be driving, and it's like, hey, Mike, I've got 30 seconds at a red light, I'll take whatever you can give, but just if we could, if we could say, you know, we want to commit in this season to being a church that prays. If you've got more time, it's fantastic, but join me in praying. The other thing, when I read this, this handful of verses, these four verses, is Jesus said, when you pray, say. When you pray, say. A lot of people, maybe you would lean towards when you pray, think about it. Right? Like if someone said right now, do you want to bless the food? And you could go like this. And everyone else at the table is just waiting for you to at least say amen. Like, like, is he done? <laughs> like, someone could ask you, hey, will you pray for me right now? And you could take someone's hand, put your hand on the shoulder. And, and Jesus said, when you pray, say. You say, Micah, that gets a little bit uncomfortable, but you have to understand there's death and life in your tongue. That, that one writer in the New Testament would say your tongue can actually steer or maneuver the ship. The Bible says with the fruit of your lips giving thanks. So even when we come into settings like this with prayer, with praise, with worship, I know our natural tendency could be we could just stare at the screen and be like, like I'm thinking God's good. Like, I'm thinking he's faithful, but there, it's why I had you do it earlier. There's something about saying, I love you, Jesus. There's something about saying, hallelujah. There's something about saying, there's none beside you. There's no one like you. Jesus said, when you pray, say. Now, I love, too, when Jesus 
The Bible says in verse 1 and 2, he's praying. When he ceases praying, they said, can you teach us to do that? In other words, in other words, Jesus is going to teach them to do something that he's been doing. You know, it's, it, it would almost be like someone on the worship team, it would almost be like someone on the worship team trying to tell us to worship if they're not a worshiper. That wouldn't be good, right? Like if people are going to lead us into worship, if they're going to lead us into the presence of God, the hope would be that you are taking us somewhere that you've been. That could apply to me, that could apply to you, that it's not even parenting, it's not like, hey, you just do as you're told. As parents, hopefully we're not expecting something out of our children we don't do ourselves. Hey, be right, be holy, live for God, have more, and we don't, right? Ideally, it is we are going to do it and then you can share with someone where you've been. I don't think there's any greater teacher that could teach us to pray but Jesus. Right? He talked to heaven. He said, I only do what the Father tells me to do. It's powerful. And so they say, well, teach us how to do that. Teach us how. And he does. You know how many times in the New Testament, how many times in the New Testament, Steph, people ask Jesus a question, maybe he doesn't give an answer or he answers with a question. They say, teach us to pray, and he tells them, this is gold. Andy, this is gold. Every one of us should embrace this and say, thank you for teaching me how to pray. He said, when you pray, say, our Father. Can we say those two words together? Our Father. In other words, make it personal. Make it personal. I'm not just a statistic or a number. Not just a person on a planet. You are Crystal Harris and God loves you. And the Bible says in the natural, if we give gifts to our children, how much more your Father in heaven wants to give good gifts to you. God loves Crystal Harris. God cares about Crystal Harris. And Jesus said, when you pray, you need to say, our Father. Why? Because all of a sudden, Zach, it puts me in a personal encounter with God where I don't, listen, my kids could act a fool, act crazy, be wild. I have never one time thought about putting them up for adoption. Not one time. I've got frustrated. I've got mad, but I've never gone home and be like, that's it. I'm putting them up for adoption. We're done. How much more my heavenly Father in heaven is saying, come on, Micah, come on, Chris Carmel, come on, Sandy, come on, Jill. Jesus said, when you pray, say. I feel the Holy Spirit even just sharing it with you. Our Father, make it personal, who art in Why do I need to say heaven? I don't have all the answers, but one of the reasons could be that it's easy sometimes to think too earthly. It's easy sometimes to just scroll social media. What's Facebook saying today? What's Instagram saying today? What's a snapper story saying today? What's TikTok saying today? It's easy to start thinking that the only people who have control is this person in a position and this person with power and whoever's on the TV and whoever's behind the podium. Jesus said, when you pray, remind yourself there is someone in heaven who has the keys to death, hell, and the grave, who has all power in heaven and in earth. Our Father who art. 
Sometimes we just need to remind ourselves that there's a bigger picture. Hallowed. Hallowed. Be your name. Holy. Set apart. Set aside. Hallowed be your name. So when you pray, you need to say that. Because life can get us all off track. Other things start getting hallowed. Other things start getting set apart. Other things start taking priority in my life. And if I'm going to do this on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday, can you imagine if we did it morning and night and every time we just dust off and remind ourselves, he's my father, there's a bigger picture than everything else going on right now, I know you're in heaven and I'm going to hallow your name. It's more important than anything and anyone else, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. We sang it earlier. It's not enough. Sure, it's not enough. There's the lyrics of the song. I love you, Maddie. Even when I see you up here worshiping, I looked over. I'm so proud. Seriously, watching you worship today, I'm like, you're such a good girl. Think about this song. I'm not enough unless you come. Will you meet me here Again, doesn't matter how much you study, doesn't matter how much you read, doesn't matter how much you reference, doesn't matter. I'm not enough unless you come. I need your anointing, I need your vision, I need your spirit. This team needs you, our kids and students need you, our church needs you, your home, your marriage, you need God. And think about this, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. I want it in my life, God. Thy kingdom come. Here's this amazing teacher. God manifested in the flesh saying, you want to know how to pray? I'll tell you how to pray. When you pray, say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, set apart, set aside, set above, be your name. Thy kingdom come. Here, here's what I want you to think about as we get ready to close. When we say, thy kingdom come, thy, 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 the reality is our world is going to tell us my, my, my. And so the prayer is going to shift me away from selfishness. It's going to shift me away from selfishness. So I'll start thinking life's all about me. Give us this day. If you're anything like overthinking Micah David Pelkey, you could start thinking about next month, two years from now, five years from now. Well, what about when you're 60? Well, what about when you're kids? And what about the Lord's Prayer reigns us all back in? Give me September 26. I'm going to eat Donato's at 1 o'clock. I'm watching the football game with Pastor Chad, who's a Bears fan. I hope he cries. I hope he is sobbing. I'll cheer for Justin Fields, other games, other days. Not today. Not, I, I hope he gets crushed. I want him to get hurt, but I mean. I get a pepperoni pizza. I get an Italian sub. I pull in this morning. 
I've seen people, I, you know, some people tell me it's their first Sunday back at 9 o'clock. I met Bud and Barb in the back. I met Jerry and Mary. I look over and see Maddie worshiping like crazy. I got to hug Pastor Justin, who every time he preaches here, I love it. He's part of our Storyside family. Pastor's in New York City, runs some businesses here in Ohio. Got to hug Pastor Justin today. My kids... I mean, think about it. You, you, I'm just, I just, we're getting ready to close, but Jill, it's so easy. It's so easy to start thinking next week, next month, next year, and I'm going to miss September 26. I got to see people I love today. We got to worship God together. It's sunshine outside. I'm hugging a friend. I'm seeing people worshiping and crying. Give us this day. Give me September the 26th. Help me not to miss what God is doing, Amy, right now. Jesus said, when you pray, say it, say it. When you pray, say, give us this day. What are the blessings of God when Pastor Josiah is saying he's faithful and he's constant? What are the blessings of God that you have right now today? Give us this day our daily bread. He's good today. We're getting ready to pray. And he's going to tell us to forgive. Ask for forgiveness, give forgiveness. So every time that you and I go into prayer time and we're like, they owe me. What do they owe you? You don't know what they said. You don't know what they've done. You don't know how they hurt me. Every time we go in to pray, we have to lay the whole they owe us down. Because we realize if that's the way this works, he owes me a lot. We lay all of that down and we say, God, forgive us as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not. Don't let me go to the wrong places. Don't let me look at the wrong things. Don't let me get sideways or sidetracked. I need you to lead me. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. I want you to say it with me if you would. Can we say it? To, let me say a line and then if you'll say a line. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, September the 26th, our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen you turn the pages of your Bible to Luke 18. I want to close with this. Luke 18. I want you to put yourself in the passage. I, I know this is a couple of thousand years old, but I want you to take what Jesus is saying and apply it to your life right now. Luke 18, verse 1. And Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to what? 
they ought always. Doesn't that sound like almost like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday kind of a thing? They ought always to pray. Well, how do we pray? So if we should always pray, how should we pray, Zach? Well, he told us in Luke 11, when you pray, say. But now he's going to add something here. Billy, he's going to add something. He's going to say, when you pray, don't lose heart. Do you see that? When you pray, don't, don't lose heart. In other words, it would sound like it's very possible, Dustin, that we could lose heart. You see everything that's going on, all the chaos and craziness, and we're trying to pray, and we're trying to say kingdom come, and we're trying, and then Jeremy is like, what in the world? Jesus said, when you pray, Jeremy Overholt, don't you lose heart. Then he's going to give an immediate example. And then he's going to say, when I come, will I find faith on the earth? I just want you to see one verse of the example. Verse 2. I've read this before, never seen it before like this. Told them a parable to the effect, pray, don't lose heart. Verse 2. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who what? Neither feared God nor You got to see this. I was on the plane. I was so excited to share this with you. I know it's simple, but just catch this in your spirit. Amy, Jesus, Luke 11, when you pray, say. Luke 18, pray, don't lose heart. And then he's going to give an example. There's a guy in a city who doesn't fear God. He doesn't revere, respect, honor man. And then he's going to give this example of this unjust judge and a woman who doesn't quit. But I just want you to see verse 1 and 2 for you. You say, Micah, what about my neighbor? What, what, what about this one person on council? What about this, per this, what about this political leader? Well, what, what about this, this person here who doesn't care about life? What, what about this person who says that God isn't real? Well, what about this? Jesus said, you ought always to pray and not lose heart. And I'm going to give you an example. Verse 2, there's some people who don't respect and revere God or others. That does not change what you do in verse 1. My commitment and your commitment is not contingent upon culture. It's not contingent on what the unjust judge is doing. It's not contingent about what they're saying on social media. It's not contingent about a policy or a procedure. Your responsibility, my responsibility, is to stay in that verse one mindset. I'm gonna pray and not lose heart. I'm gonna pray and not lose heart. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna pray and not lose heart. And when the Son of Man comes, when the Son of Man comes in verse 8, my hope is that He's going to find our faith. We're going to pray and not lose heart. You say, but look what everyone else is doing. It's not up to you and I to worry about what everyone else is doing. We are going to pray and not lose heart.
I would like to close in prayer today. If you close your eyes, I know we prayed the Lord's Prayer. But I want to pray specifically now for your heart. For some people, maybe you need to give your heart to the Lord. You've never really given your life to Jesus. For others, you've given your life to God, but you've been losing heart. And today is a reminder for you, pray, don't lose heart. Pray, don't lose heart. Pray, don't lose heart. You say, but there's an unjust judge, and Mikey, you don't know my employer and my boss, and there's this one guy and my ex, and this one, pray, and don't lose heart. Pray, and don't lose heart. How do we pray? When you pray, say, say, our Father, he cares about you who art in heaven, there's a bigger picture. Kingdom come, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give me September 26. Forgive me my trespasses. Otherwise, I'm going to get so bent out of shape about what everyone else is doing wrong, I could almost forget what I've done. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And I need you to lead me in 2021. Please, God, lead me. Lead me not into temptation and deliver me from evil. And don't let me get so caught up in all the mise of selfishness of our society. But remind me today, it's your kingdom. It's your power. And it's your glory. And I pray for story side. I love these people. I pray that if there's anyone today on site or online that's been losing heart, they've been losing heart and getting frustrated, losing heart, I pray they would be reminded in this holy moment, pray, don't lose heart. Pray, come on, story side. Pray, don't lose heart. Parent, pray, don't lose heart. Dad, mom, pray, don't lose heart. Spouse, pray, don't lose heart. Employee, I know it's not, not been the easiest stretch for you. Pray, don't lose heart. Business leader, four or five business leaders in the last week or two said, Pastor Micah, I can't go much longer. We may have to shut down. We may, my heart goes out to you. Pray and don't lose heart. That's my prayer for you today. Spiritually, if you feel like the storms of life have kicked your tail, so easy like Peter to get her eyes on the winds and waves. That can happen so easy. He started to sink. It can happen to all of us. I pray today in this moment, just focus is coming back. It's going to get my eyes on Jesus. Going to get my eyes on the big picture. Our Father who art in heaven. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pick a prayer place. I'm going to set a time. And moving forward from today, I'm going to make prayer part of my everyday life. I'm going to pray and not lose heart. I'm going to pray and not lose heart. And I pray these prayers in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Are you thankful for the Spirit of God today? Thankful for the presence of God today? Would you stand with me all over the room? I would love just to sing this in closing before you leave. Our stage hosts are going to dismiss you. But I would love for you just to sing it out to them. For some of you, if you're physically able and you want to raise your hands, but just as a way to declare, there's no one like you. No one has the power like you have, God, to declare. It's got a beautiful name. We hallow your name. Sing it out to them. What a beautiful name. We hallow your name today, God. We hallow your name. We set it above. We set it apart. We hallow your name today. Nothing. Nothing compares. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. I love this part right here. It's a reminder. He loves you. He loves you. You're not a statistic. You're not just a number. He loves you. He cares about you. My sin was great. What could separate us now? Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is. 